BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And now, The Score. Upcoming Friday night football matchups and breakdowns from the previous week. Here's what's happening in the Quad Cities high school sports scene. Welcome to your score podcast, state semifinal edition, talking high school football on a Monday night. Eating some Chick-fil-A with half the table gets Chick-fil-A, half the table doesn't get Chick-fil-A. Where's ours? Yeah, where's mine at? Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Okay, we're having, I, Celia and myself have Chick-fil-A. She's a huge Raisin Cane's fan, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a new over in Davenport. I tried it this weekend, loved it. I got my kids with me. We we're going to get them dinner. And I'm like, I can't come in here and not bring Celia, who basically is doing all the work tonight because I took the night off and <laughs> Corey's already off. So I'm like, I should bring her dinner. And then it's very nice. It's closed. Yeah, I don't remember that being a thing. There was a Raisin Cane's up the street from my freshman dorm at the University of Georgia. You didn't eat there at all, did you? Oh, never. <laughs> and especially not at like 1 a.m. But why? Why? Like, I get the Sunday thing for Chick-fil-A. I don't like it. But I get it. That's just weird. So maybe it's just, maybe something's wrong. Next time we go, we'll, to figure, we'll ask wrong. and we'll figure it out I am going Nothing to do a wrong. future story. I'm, yeah, we're going to have to do an investigation. So, <laughs> but, um, report. So, yeah. And then I'm like, well, we're going to Chick-fil-A. And then she's, so I texted her and I said, do you, what do you want? And she's like, a Chick-fil-A sandwich <laughs> and a kale salad. I'm like, I'm not going it's to. It's an s- underrated side. I'm not right? going to say that. I'm not going to say kale. I mean, I got a reputation. I can't go through places that order kale salad. You don't eat anything salad. green. No. Did you just go in and say you were me so nobody thought it was you actually ordering? I was ashamed. I made Charlie order it. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So that's how the the food comes to to where it is, and hopefully my kids behave myself or their their selves while they're doing this. But we are down to three <coughs> semifinals, three very good football teams in three A. Princeton will host a state semifinal game. They'll get a rematch with Byron. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, Anwan Weathersfield's thrilling victory. I can't wait to get Cuff's breakdown of that. Uh, I love we got back to the station at the same time on Saturday. Right. You got on the car and you just go, wow, what a football game. Oh, it's fantastic. So we'll talk all about that one. And then in 1A, um, the more things change, the more things... And that's actually in 1A. And in 2A, the more things say change, the more things stay the same. Sterling Newman once again back in the state semifinals. So three big games to talk about and three great games from last week to, to recap as well. And I guess we'll start with the, the, the go 3-2-1. Go in order that we'll go biggest first, and we'll go with um, the uh, Princeton um, Tigers. And I was at that game, and a very impressive victory over P- PBL. Paxton Buckley Loda. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they got off to a great start. Ronde Warrell's an 80 yard touchdown run. Um, they returned a kick for a touchdown, a punt for a touchdown. Max Taylor did that. He was later injured in the game. Hopefully he's okay. They actually had to call an ambulance and have him come uh, and, and take him off. I did see on Twitter it was a back injury okay. to a C7 vertebrae. Uh, no surgery will be needed, Good. but it will. He'll have. To, it's just going to take time to heal. Yeah. I, so. I, will, I will say this, too. One, the best moment of my Saturday was the opposing coach coming over after they went through the line and asking if they could all get together at the middle of, uh, they wanted nice. to say prayer, which nice. was really yeah. cool to see. Um, great sportsmanship by them as well. So, But they got it 14 nothing. It was 21-6 at the half. And um, you could just kind of tell that, that things were going to go Princeton's way. And their defense continues to be the story. They get the big plays. They get the special teams. It was a complete effort team-wise. But, man, that defense plays such good football. 
Um, <clears throat> swarmed the football. They only allow 12 points in a state quarterfinal game against a, a really good football team. Princeton gets the job done. We'll talk about who's next in a second, but really impressed with what I saw with them coming in the state quarterfinals. Yeah, when you look at what Paxton Buxley, Buckley Loaded did to Farmington, they did it on the ground, and Princeton took that away from them. Princeton gave, allowed only negative five yards of rushing which is the second game this year where they've allowed three yards or less. They allowed three yards to Hall. And, uh, in fact, in the game before, the, in the second-round game against Hall, they held them scoreless and held them to, like, 62 yards of total offense. The Princeton defense is for real, and that is they need that if they are going to advance uh, to the final, a place they haven't been to since, uh, two th- since uh, I believe, 1992. Wow. Because this is their first semifinal since 2002. The environment was awesome, that entire city. And that's what you get at most places, but really cool environment. I got a confession. I had never covered a football game in Princeton, which really? is wow. terrible. Not, I mean, well, and not I in haven't. Princeton. You did Princeton the week before, but it was yeah, at Hall. Yeah, so. I had them at Hall. And yeah. I think I've seen them. I mean, I saw them earlier this year when they went to Sherrard. So I've, I've covered Princeton, especially this season. But I don't know why it was because I've been there for basketball. It's a cool environment. Yeah, it's cool, and and and, and the the stadium was ready to rock. And I love the end zones. The end zones look great. So real the stripes. Yeah, how they bring the the team in the the walk with yep. the band. Yeah, and the, just fantastic. They call it the jungle, and yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, great environment. It's going to be like that this week. It needs to be like that this week because they are hosting defending state champion Byron, a Byron team that was that was beating Western Big Six uh, um, team Alleman. 50 to 7 I think at, at one half point time, at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. This is a legit football team. That's what I was I was thinking about it during the game. And I kind of like put Princeton in the Western Big 6 and I'm like they they do well. I think they'd compete. I don't know how it, with the Sterlings, I don't know who would win or lose, but I think they would hold their own in the Western Big 6. And then I saw I thought about Byron just hammered Alleman. I mean it's a right. really good football team and, and and Byron with all that being said they've wanted this game for a long time Since this last entire year. year they lost them in the second round last year they, they they didn't overlook anybody and don't get me wrong but this is the one they pointed to this team is going to be ready this team will give Byron their best shot on Saturday and uh, that quarterfinal game was record-breaking as well for quarterback Tyler Gibson. He uh, broke the Princeton single-season passing record with 1,848 yards in the in the game. He broke the previous record, which was uh, 1,732, set in 2008. So congratulations to him, and he's been such a force for this team as well. And that's pretty impressive when you think about it because you think of this team, and who do you think of right away? Is Ronde Ronde Walls. Yep. And he obviously is, is setting records left and right. Right. Yeah. But for a quarterback to be able to do that in, uh, uh, for a team that is notoriously known for running, yeah. that's pretty darn impressive. And I know you're at the game, and I don't know if that's what you want to talk about, but but Worrell's got hurt. Yeah, he didn't that, play he, the second yeah. half. He played on defense in the second half. But, but he, he didn't, didn't play offense. And, and credit, and that's the thing about this football team is Rondé gets the, the, um, the, the accolades and the headlines, and, and I get it. Sure. And he deserves it couple things with that. One, after the game, I went to talk to him. got to talk to him for the second straight week, and first thing he said was, hold on, let me, get, let me grab my guy. And he started to look around for linemen. And he's like, I always get to do these interviews. I want to have them do the interviews with me, which was a really That's cool, a cool thing. thing. That's yeah. awesome. And he, That's get, awesome. he gets it, which is a very cool thing with him. Um, secondly, this team isn't just Rondé Worrells. I mean, the no. defense is fantastic. He's part of that defense. Right. Tyler Gibson's only a junior. 
this team's going to be very good as next is he, year. As, as, as is Laurel. Rondé yeah. Laurel. Yeah. And then Jacob started a great job, and he's that other guy in the backfield. He's had a good season as well, and he carried the load in the second half, almost knocked me out, who had which was the, cool. Uh, who had the punt return? Max, um, Taylor. That was Max Taylor. Max who's, Taylor, yeah. Who's injured now, and I don't think he's – I think he was only a sophomore. I, that might be right. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to look right. at. So I mean, there's a lot of young talent with this football program. We don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse and start sure. looking ahead to next year yet. But um, yeah, it's Gibson does a great job throwing the football and running that offense. And it's it, that team didn't have Ronde Warhols on the offensive side of the football. I don't know enough to know whether if the game was a little closer, if he would have played more on on the on the offensive sure. side. He was out on the defensive side of the football, and he makes things go as a linebacker and gets to the quarterback on on that on that defense as well. But um, it's a, it's a well balanced team. It's a really good football it, team. It makes me think that if he was back out there playing defense, that because they had the lead, why let him Risk, take a hit yeah. and and get hurt? At least when he's out there, he's yeah. the one making the hit, or he can decide if he wants to to take that hit or or the contact, whatever. So just him being out there is a good thing. I'm pretty sure. I haven't talked to Coach uh, Pearson yet, but I'm pretty sure he'll play this week. If he was if he was out there on defense, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to play. Ronde, if you're if you're good, Ronde, and, and give us every, a call. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> I know everybody in Princeton is going to listen to this. By the way, our, uh, that, and thank you because we don't do anything, but our numbers, our downloads for last week's score episode was one of the best we've ever had, and and that was that's really cool to see these teams really get behind their schools and they want to talk. That's what everybody's living for right now. They just want any way to talk about Princeton football, and so hey, Ronde, get, uh, to tweet us. At the score WQD. Right. Just give us a thumbs up if you're good. Just give us one of those emoji thumbs Slide up. Slide into the DMs. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Tyler Gibson last year was the team punter. And for him to be the team quarterback and being the engine, being sort of an engine of the team is quite amazing because last year he was the team punter. And at the beginning of the season, I remember we were talking, can he transition from being the punter to being the quarterback? And he's done that with flying colors. 18 total touchdowns, almost 2,000 yards of total offense this season. Um, Wyatt Davis is the team's wide receiver. He's a senior. He has almost a, he has over 900 yards of receiving. He hasn't played the last couple weeks due to injury. There's, I saw some rumblings on Twitter. He might be back for this game. And if he comes back, that's going to help. In the second half, uh, there were two Tyler Gibson touchdown passes to, Br- to Brandon Herring. And that sort of, you know, put put the icing on the cake for Princeton. Ronde Worrells had two rushing touchdowns this week. They play a Byron team who last year beat them twenty-eight to nothing. For Princeton to win, they have to have Gibson have a spectacular game, and he's gonna have to he's gonna have to work with Star and Harry. Maybe one of them can rise up and help Worrells. And if Davis is back, that will help that offense. They're gonna have to put up some points if they are going to beat Byron. Byron is a spectacular football team. You mentioned Herring. He's my favorite player I've seen all year. Why is that? <laughs> Big old tight end. Did you see the highlight? He caught that ball over the middle, and the DB started. Yes, and he like walked into the end zone afterwards. <laughs> he just walked over him. <laughs> and it was like, yes. hey, don't go high on that guy. What are you doing, young yeah. man? Go low if you can yeah. do it all. 250 so. to over 150. Yeah. Yeah. Big and, truck's going to beat little he truck. He scored again. I don't, know if we, I don't think we got to the highlight in the, in the uh, pack because we had so much of it. Right. But we rolled out to it. Another good touchdown as well. He's a, he's a sneaky good weapon to get to. Yeah. And I just love the fact that he, just, <laughs> he literally just walked over him. He just like kind of bumped into him. Sort of straight arm him? No, he's Collision, and, collision. Yeah, and he didn't even think to go around him. He just nope. kind of like looked at him and just pushed him over, like just went right in. So it was good stuff. Here's the thing, though: if if Princeton is going to win this game, I know that they have big play potential. They need to grind out some drives. 
they need to try to keep Byron's offense off the field. That can be one of their biggest assets in this game, I believe, because you saw them against Allman a little bit. I mean, no, it, I didn't. But, because, was it, well, because I get, yeah, it would have been, yeah. been their second string at that point. Yeah. But but this is obviously a, a Byron team that many people predicted at the beginning of the, of the playoffs that they were going to win a state championship. Yep. They have so many weapons on the offensive side of the ball. They need to keep the ball and Princeton needs to keep the ball in their hands as long as they can grind out some drives, get touchdowns out of those drives. And if you happen to break one for a big play, great, that's fine. But you've got to keep the ball in your hands. And also maybe force a turnover to to help or get a special teams play. Yeah. Just got to march down the The, field. The Tigers are 10 and two in their last 12 playoff games. And Jeff Boyer is the coach up at Byron. He does a great job. They rolled through the big Northern Conference. They uh, uh, they played Rock Falls, took them apart, played Dixon right before the playoffs, and just absolutely uh, ripped them from limb to limb. Whoa, Byron <laughs> is that good. Graphic. Graphic. Man. I mean, they've won, they won, they won 13 straight. They've, yeah. th- their last loss was week two to Stillman Valley. I was going to say, who wow. beat them? Stillman Valley. <laughs> and was, is Stillman was, Valley still alive? And, and, this, and, and I'm not kidding. This would have been a Brian Stocking picked score. 1816. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he's looking at his notes to see if yep. that's exactly what he wrote. He's uh, like, I knew there was one game this year that ended in that in the entire state of Illinois. Byron defeated Dixon 62-21. Limb to limb. Limb to limb. Just limb throwing arms, throwing legs. <laughs> um, with that said, what was the, um, what is Stillman Valley? What was the final of that game with Stillman Valley and Byron? 1816. Okay, Stillman and, Valley won that one. Yeah. And who is Stillman Valley still around? I don't, I don't think would they be they in five A? Well, I can tell you real quick. I'll I'll look. No, I don't think they're around anymore. They lost to Just Elmhurst a, Immaculate Conception week and, two of the playoffs. Yeah, they. Well, they're not they're not unbeatable. All right, there no, it is. No, so, but, what do you mean, but? No, I said they're not unbeatable. That's, okay, I thought you said but. No. All right, just making sure you weren't being negative again. So um, that'll be a big <laughs> game, a 1 o'clock kick. Princeton, at the jungle. At the jungle. At the jungle and we'll yeah. have full coverage, of course, for you on WQAD. We move on to 2A, and we, we talk about the a very familiar foe, the um, Sterling Newman Comets, back in the state semifinals. Do we have the numbers on like how many times they've been in the state this semifinals? This is their 11th semifinal appearance. How many in the last how many years? I mean, it seems like... It wasn't last year, but They're it seems seven like and three was the last time. time they were in it was when I went down to um, it, no, Gibson last City. Time, last, uh, yes, Gibson City. Would have been was the last miserable. time they were in the semifinals, and the last time before that would have been when they won the state championship. Okay, that was miserable. That trip was miserable. <laughs> but that, <laughs> I, I remember the trip. What the, happened? I wasn't there. Oh, it was just snowy and rainy. The and field was a mud pit. Mud yeah. pity. And if, if that field isn't muddy. They win that game. I'm not, it's not even close. They have, it just they negated a, all their speed. They had a player, Easton Bianchi, who was the fastest player in the state. Sprinter, foot, wow. just fast. Yeah. They couldn't do anything because it was so yeah. muddy. He, he'd, he'd get to the corner, he'd slip and fall, and no fault to him. It's just the field was, was trash. Yeah. It's, you know, he, he just, they couldn't get anything going in that game because the field was just, uh, just block. <laughs> Thanks for reiterating what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to record that noise you just made stop. Blah, blah. Have it as my <laughs> ringtone. So um, Newman gets the job done last week in, in an impressive fashion over a very good Knoxville team that we've talked a lot about mm-hmm. this year. And um, I, did we? I don't want to say we overlooked Newman this year, but did Newman get enough love from every? I mean, th- we're just so used to seeing them do what they do, and here they are, and they've they've done it. They're back in the state semifinals. I, I think that's exactly what it is. Is we and anticipated them being to this point. So you just kind of, yeah, okay. It's, oh, it's, they won again. It's, it's yep. new, and yep, they're <laughs> going to keep winning. Oh, look at that. They're in the quarterfinals again. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was because 
the way that Knoxville was winning games, blowing people sure. out. Uh, sure. I mean, I know in the round two they had to come back to 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 win their game, twenty to fourteen. But they had been blowing teams out all season. And maybe everybody thought, well, we'll just see how good Newman's defense is. Well, they showed everybody how good their defense is. It was two teams that lined up pretty similar, and Newman actually threw the ball for two touchdowns, which really impressed me um, to throw that little wrinkle in there because everybody thinks Newman football, and you're going to get the the wing tee or the triple option, and they're just going to run it down your throat, which nine times out of ten they do. But to throw a couple passes and and four touchdowns, makes you think twice and that just just a little wrinkle that this week if you're uh who are they playing i just uh feel crest. Field crest. crest sorry yeah feel crest if you're feel crest it's just gonna make you think just a little bit you can't commit nine to the box and just try to stop them that way when during the season there we would see newman scores and they weren't newman like you know they win but it was close you know they weren't you know 35 nothings they were like 24 Ten this year, 20, yeah, this year there were. I mean, they only beat Riverdale fourteen seven. Yeah, there, there I some, see what you And they lost to Morrison eighteen to six. And you know, it wasn't Newman. You know, it was Newman, but it wasn't new. You know, Newman dominating like we're so used to. And I remember getting to the, when they got to the playoffs. I'm like, going, they could be, a, they could be an early out casualty. Negative Nelly. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they found another gear. That defense has found another gear, and they have been one of the most impressive teams in the postseason. Look at what they did to Knoxville. They held Knoxville, who runs the ball like no other, to 156 yards of rushing. They held Jimmy Upson, who's one of the best rushers, to just 18 yards. Kellen McClay to 25. Zach Dean to 79. These are guys who are are gaining hundreds of yards every game, and they held them down. They ran for 209 yards. They did throw for 157. Jake Ackman... Two touchdown passes, 157 yards. When was the last time a Newman quarterback threw for that in a playoff game? Um, Connor Mc- on any other time during the season. Yeah. <laughs> Connor McBride had two touchdown rushes. Andrew Velasquez over 100 yards of rushing. This Newman team is uh, stacked, and I think they will beat Fieldcrest, even though Fieldcrest has been very good this season and they are undefeated. Fieldcrest, I saw them last year in the first Orient, round of the playoffs right? nearly beat a very good Orient yes. team. Yeah, they're not they're and not And I knew that they were pretty good at that point. Obviously they returned a lot of people. They've had a special season. What was the what was the final last week for them? 37-19. Cuz it was Clifton Okay, Central. so they pulled away later on. Yes. Yes. And Clifton Central beat Mercer County. Mercer County. Yeah. And that was kind of close. Uh, it was 19-14 at one point. It, w- it ended up not being close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, obviously very good football team. Um, Newman gets an advantage of being at home. And I tell you what, I'm kind of, I hate to say this, but I'm kind of with stacking where, you know, this is a, this is a team that could be playing, playing uh, um, was it the day after Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, yeah. 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 So uh, uh, an impressive performance for them, especially against Knoxville. One thing, they, I want oh. you, uh, you guys got your phones. Go on Twitter. I need you to look up, and, and the people listening can do this as well as I'm, as I'm saying this. Play along with Corey. All right, so I, I need you to look up <laughs> at... Coach underscore Kretzmer. Why? Is it the pick? No, I just, it might be the pick. Coach. Yeah, the, pic, the picture that you, yeah, yeah. Under- Seen it? Yep. So I need you, I need you to go there. Coach then, underscore well, Kretzmer. Why, how do I not follow him? What's that? How do you spell Kretzmer? K-R-E-C-Z-M-E-R. And yes, there he and, is. And yes, I knew that without looking it up. I'm following him, yeah. Why All right, so 
pull him up there. And one of the, first, the very first one, I guess. First, our first, opponents. Pic- <laughs> first picture is uh, they. <laughs> I guess the Knoxville fans were calling him Papa Smurf. Why, why so blue, Coach? <laughs> there's a picture of him in all blue. It's a I, th- I think it's fantastic. I mean, why not own that one? I, I think it's pre- uh, I think it's cool that he heard that and he throws that picture's up there. I think that's pretty cool on his part. Uh, he's he's done a fantastic job. Want to know a secret? I dressed up as a Smurf for Halloween one year, but... Were you Smurfette, though? Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But it kind of fits, I'm sure, sure. you know. Well, the question is... With my people. Are you are you tall enough to be a Smurf? Smurf? Oh. oh, my right. goodness. Gargamel and Azrael. Have a great day, everyone. It's been nice working at WQAD. <laughs> she literally have got fun. up at me. She kind of came at me. I thought she was going to come over the table at you. I did, too. But they've done... They've but I bought her Chick-fil-A, so she's okay. I'm fine. Everything's forgiven. I only Coach K has done a fantastic job with this team this year with all the the pressure if, if you will of having to replace Mike Poposi and what's what's this Newman team going to look yeah. like yeah. Under, under a new coach how will they perform under a new coach they're right back where they've always been they're, they're in the state semifinals they're one one game away from playing for another state championship game <clears throat> he has done a great job his coaching staff has done a great job this team has the ability to go ahead and win this week you should talk to coach Poposi before you take over it at Davenport West. Oh, yeah. Get some, get some points from him. You should talk to him about before you take over at Alman as the AD. I'm, maybe I will. You know, <laughs> maybe I'll hire. Not, at least he tries to own that little bit that yeah. we, we joke with him about. You I'm won't not even quali- own it. I'm not qualified. <laughs> I wish I was. Neither is stock, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he's, he the, this Newman team, though, has a lot of, a lot of weapons, and we, we mention them all the time, but their defense is fantastic. I think that Mononk has not fought, has not played a team like Newman all year, and I know they played Knoxville, but Newman I think obviously has proven they're a step better than Knoxville. Um, this is going to be one heck of a football game at home on Saturday. Newman has played Fieldcrest one time in the first round, uh, one time in the playoffs. What year? Two thousand thirteen. They beat him forty-one nothing in the first round. Here's something though that so is, nobody that played on the team well, then are, are around that's now. A historical okay, just, just, note. Just making sure. But Historically, maybe a grandkid. Here's a here's <laughs> a interesting nugget. Fieldcrest has made. The I'll semi- be the judge of that. Well, get get your gavel ready, Judge Wapner. Wapner um, there has been called me a wop. No, no. <laughs> called you Judge Wapner. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> um, Fieldcrest has been to the semifinals once. Newman. This is their ten, This is their eleventh appearance in the semifinals. They are seven and three, and of the seven times they have gone to state, they have brought home state gold five times. They could very well be in line to make a eighth trip to the state finals and maybe bring back the sixth biggest trophy. How cool would that be for Coach Kressmer? Oh, it'd be fantastic! Yeah, it'd be so much fun. Um, I think they. I think they. Get I the job think done. in order for them to win this game. They have to throw the ball effectively five to ten times. If they do that, they'll win this game. And they can't be from behind. It has to be once they have either tied yeah, yeah. or over at the lead, that be effective there because I, they run the ball way, way too, too much, much yeah. to not mix it up just a little bit. I concur. Well, then, so it be done. Um, and so it is spoken. <laughs> so it is spoken. So it, yeah. um, is that the first thing that stocking has ever agreed with everyone maybe, else on? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. Look at his oh. smile right now. <laughs> because it's true. I mean, if Dan Pearson's li- listening, his top I'm lip was quivering, quivering, so he would understand that. <laughs> um, let's go to one A and cuff. Was that as good of a game as we as we saw in the highlights and all that kind of stuff? It may be one of my top five games I've ever shot. That's saying something. Wow. That's it. Was it was so much fun, so much energy. Uh, What's the just, best game you ever shot? 
Is it, there one that pops out? Oh yeah, it's uh, it was. I tell people all the time. It was Alito, Carthage, Coley Welter winning the state title. Wow. They were down 18 points in the fourth quarter, came back to tie it, won it in overtime. Do you remember the um, Mercer County Rockridge playoff game? Probably like five years ago. I don't. It went to but like that's triple overtime. Only reason I don't is because I was in Kansas City. I was off that weekend. My son played soccer in Kansas City. It I was had that weekend off. It was amazing. And How'd I, you swing that? And I should. Because I, I don't ever get to watch him play soccer. So my I had my off, memory so. should know like like what it, I do. I mean, I remember when like three or four I overtimes. I it on Twitter. And Mercer County ended up winning, and, and yeah. Coach's uncle stood there in the middle of the field. Yeah, they went on to win the state title that year, didn't they? I think that was the year they won state title. Yeah, would that be 2014? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Maybe that was off. that was right there is one of my favorite. Anyways, well, sorry, sorry to to take us off course there, but um, that was fun last week. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun to to see two quality football teams that can throw the ball, can run the ball, had great defenses. It was just a matter of which team got the breaks early in the game. Morrison got the breaks. They had a pick six. They had a couple other interceptions. Quagliano uncharacteristically threw three interceptions in the first half. It was only seven six at halftime. So if you're if you were Anawan Weathersfield, you're thinking, wow, we turned the ball over three times. We're only down a point. Wow. So they had to feel good about themselves. On the on the flip side, Morrison's thinking, great, we had three turnovers. Unfortunately, we only got seven points out of them. Yeah. Yeah. But we're still up seven to six. We're in the driver's seat still. In that third quarter, Quagliano played out of his mind. He twice they scored touchdowns. It was one was a fourth and eight, and I think the other was might have been a fourth and five. They had an opportunity to get the first down, but both passes went into the end zone. They were for touchdowns on fourth down, which was pretty darn impressive. One was to Samuels, one was to Brady Kelly. Um, but the way that game finished with Morrison driving with about a minute 20 left, they get to midfield, they run a reverse halfback option pass. And he pulls up from the 50-yard line and just throws it downfield. And what a great catch by that receiver. And I'm not going to say the receiver's name because apparently the roster that I had, all the names were wrong. Oh, jeez. And I T.C. Ottens. Was it, was it T.C. Ottens who mm-hmm. caught? Okay. How many complaints did you get? I got one. Oh, man. And I, I told her, like, hey, I used the roster. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not completely my fault. Um, but he went up and made a fingertip catch in traffic in between two people and came down with it at the one-yard line. I'm thinking there's like seven seconds left in, in, the, in the game. They get up there and spike it real quick. I'm thinking, all right, Riley Wilkins, he's going to get the ball. They're not going to stop him. They're going to get in. They're going to tie it at least because they were down seven. They get a delay of game penalty, which pushes them back. Two fade passes to the end zone, both defended very well by the Anawan Weathersfield uh, d- uh, defensive backs. Knocked to the ground, and they win the game, 20-13. to 13. Fantastic ball game. Yeah. And, and you feel bad for Morrison because – I mean, man, what what in a, that moment? It's one of those games. It's like either team could have won, and you would have been okay with it. And isn't it in that moment like you feel? That's almost it. Almost as, as somebody covering the game and knowing both times uh, sides, I've had those moments. You almost feel at that point worse for the team that lost than you do yeah. happy for the. It takes you a few a little bit, and then when you get going into post game, you start talking to people. Then you get your feel back for the who won it and stuff. Sure. But that Morrison team had a special, special season. Oh yeah, um, Coach Adding, I think he's the, I think he's the coach of the year in the state if they have that award. Yeah, um, I mean, he did a fantastic job. Well, they two and seven last year. Yeah, to yeah. turn around wow. and then get to eleven and 11 one and this one. year That's to the insane. state quarterfinals. I mean, just they're a fantastic the, they're the San job. Francisco 49ers. Okay. <laughs> of, wow, of, that's, of two, that's two digs at you That's not a dig. 
They were four. That was yeah, incompetent. They, 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 they won four games last good. year, and yeah. now they're going to win the Super Bowl. I do. They feel, are going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm uh, going to be there. Excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys are still around. I do. I do feel bad that I didn't get a chance to go over and talk to Coach Audi afterwards because of the chaos of everybody storming the field and having to get interviews. But Audi, if you're listening, like you said, fantastic year. You guys had a great year. Kids need to keep their heads up. They were fantastic on and off the field. They were great to interview, fun to talk with. Um, they're going to do well as they graduate and move yeah. on, whether, uh, whatever doesn't, other sports Doesn't do. a victory like that almost propel Anawan Weathersfield into what's to come? Now, what's to come yeah. is an extremely good Lena Winslow football yeah. team that, that hammered, absolutely hammered a really good Freeport-Aquin team. Um, Lena Winslow comes in with two football recruits that's going to the University of Iowa. Wow. There's like 120 kids in the entire school. Two of them are going to play Iowa, and, yeah. and, Which is just crazy. Two, which is just crazy. So uh, a very good football team. But with that, we'll talk a little more about that in a second. But that momentum of a victory like that, I guess, can work two ways. Either that's your Super Bowl and you kind of you kind of have a letdown the next week or that continues your momentum into that special field, that special season. I think it's the latter of the two. I, exactly. I was going to say that. I mean, we've seen this Anawan Weathersfield somehow get better each and every game. And I think knowing the culture of that program and that team, I think they would use this as momentum and as motivation to keep it going. I don't think they're the type of program that's going to be like, yeah. yeah. And no, they're not content by any stretch. No. But no, they're not done. This is their second Gut check victory in a row. I mean, oh yeah. A, in the second round, they they faced a Forreston team that was very good up at Forreston. Had to go get it on the last drive. Got it, one thirty to twenty six. That was now, a great game. Now they're back. At, then they're back at home last week. They beat more a very a very more great Morrison team, twenty to thirteen. I mean, from Anwan Weathersfield, two back to back. You know, they won't be intimidated by Lena no. Winslow. No, any no. stretch no, of imagination. Not at all. Consecutive games where they had, where they were on, where they were facing elimination, and they turned it away. That could very well propel them. But like uh, has been said, Lena Winslow is a very fine football team. They got a running back, Shane Sean Ormiston, has run for almost two thousand yards this season. Who are the two kids going to Iowa? I should know. I, would, I, 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 would, I think I'll one look. of them might be Ormiston. But no. you look at Sean Ormiston, almost two thousand yards of rushing this season. They are a very good football team. They they went through the Northwest Upstate line like a hot knife through butter. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they and they've got the pedigree. Like a hot knife through butter. You yes. ever heard that expression? You never heard that, Is that expression? A <laughs> no. I have I've heard the expression. I've never heard it from stocking before. The coach wow. of Lee Wynn is normally Rick, it's Katie bar the door. Rick Arnod, and he I think won, just won his 40th playoff game of his career. Lee Wynn is 14-2 and two in their last 16 playoff games. This is their third straight semifinal, and they are 3-2 and two in the semis. Anwan Weathersfield, this is their third semifinal, their first since 2016. 0-2. If they win, they, it will be their first uh, trip to uh, the state finals. And you, we mentioned Coach Odding, uh, his second year. Coach Kretzmer, his first year. Uh, I don't know how many years has Ryan Pearson been there. He's this only been a few third or fourth uh, year, or something fourth like that. Year, yeah. And then you've got first year head coach I think it's your Logan. Four. I want to say it's your four. Year four for him, and then you yeah. got first year head coach Logan Willett. So he understands the magnitude of this game. When I talked to him right afterwards, and was like, "Hey, you're going to be right back home, and you got a toughly win team." And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about them. I got to see a little bit when they played Forreston. So he, they have seen some video because when they." were scouting for Forrest, and that's the game they had against Lee Wynn because they knew it could potentially be a team that they played. Um, but they're not taking anything for granted. They're hoping to use that 12th man, which that place uh, was packed at Weathersfield High School. 
Um, it was it was a great atmosphere. I don't anticipate this team rolling over and saying, hey, we're, we're content with what we did and get there. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. And I got to give a shout out to Drake Van Hefty for giving me my best <laughs> interview all year, maybe of my career, the first time. And you couldn't um, use it. I can't use it. But thank, <laughs> but thank you, Drake, for that. I appreciate yeah, it. Was, it. <laughs> it was very well done, Drake. Your, uh, Aunt Vanessa would be very, your Aunt Vanessa would be very proud right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for sure. Um, the two players um, for Lena Winslow, yes. one of them is a junior, so he'll be oh, at great. Iowa okay. two years from now. Jennings Dunkard is his name. He's a 6'5", 275-pound um, offensive Lyman. tackle. Ooh, ooh. So he's only that's a junior. And he's that's, six, a that's why Orvison can run behind him. He's a he's a beast. And then the other one is, it's not um, Orvison or Orville Redenbach or whatever you just said. <laughs> Ormiston. <laughs> um, it is good. Isaac Bruce. He's a defensive end. Didn't he play for the Rams? No, no kidding. <laughs> Fastest show on turf. Six two Greatest suit, show on six turf. Two, suit, 265. Both were three-star athletes. Both were were, were highly recruited. Okay. Um, and then um, also Byron, by the way. Byron, who's playing Princeton coming up. Um, Tyler Ellsbury is going to Iowa. He's going he's, to Iowa, okay. He's on there. He's 6'6", 298 pounds. That is literally so a foot and a half taller six, than me. Six, six, three bills coming your way. Wow. So, um, yeah, so a lot of talent in that in that conference. I mean, it's a very in that area up there. So yeah. it's a very well, good Hawkeyes area. Ray Northwest up well, you, you mentioned that conference. How about the fact that there's two track teams left? You got Princeton and Sterling Newman. Yeah, almost three. If yeah. Morrison had would have would have won, they, there would have been three teams left from the Three Rivers Conference. It just shows how good that Three Rivers Conference is. And then to have uh, LTC team and Anwan Weathersfield, yet another good conference, and they've had a special season. For A and W to win, they're going to need some of what they did against Morrison to come through. In the fourth quarter, they forced two fumbles against Morrison. Rescript ran for 138 yards. The thing, though, is they're going to have to take those turnovers and turn them into points against Lee Wynn. They're not going to get many opportunities. Lee Wynn doesn't turn the ball over that much, but if they can get a couple of fumbles, get some points out of it, that will give them that could give them an advantage. Also, Colton Quagliano this year, I've got him at 2,649 yards passing, 32 touchdown passes. In the last two years, he's thrown for over 4,000 yards, over 220 completions, 41 touchdown passes. And when you look at what he did against Forreston and against Morrison, the numbers that I have him for is 531 yards passing, seven touchdowns. You're getting excited as you do this. I mean, those numbers, you do not see those numbers... Out of a high school quarterback, it's like eight-man numbers. Yeah, they're it, it, even it bigger, better. I they mean, were uh, the, uh, some of the people on the Morrison sidelines because that was a sideline I shot on. Because why? You the like s- Morrison? No, I'm just the, kidding. The sun, the sun, the sun, sun is terrible. there behind you, so you're not shooting through you, it. You, I mean, this. I was the only one to do it. This week, you have to sit. You have to shoot on the visiting sideline unless no, it's, it's a, unless it's a cloudy works. day. Right. Noted. I mean, so, uh, one of the one of the guys on the sidelines for Morrison was asking me he, that that Quagliano reminded him of a Bureau Valley quarterback. Not Garrett Barnes, Drake Davis. Drake Davis was name? excellent. He was, yeah. he was a really good yeah. quarterback who then ended up going to uh, Naperville North and I think is playing in college ranks right now. I don't remember where he's at right sure. now. Yeah, but uh, that, Quagliano was uh, likened to him, which is a pretty good comparison, actually. When Drake Davis was a freshman, he threw for seven touchdowns against Riverdale. And then when he went to did Naperville. Did your heart? Yes, it did. <laughs> and then when he went to Naperville North. He, their team was down, I want to say, to like... Edwardsville to Edwardsville in week 41, one. 41-6 or something. And he brought him back to win, yeah. Seven TDs in that one yep. also. I yep. mean, 
He and, is ama- He was an amazing quarterback. In order for Anawan Weathersfield to be successful, they're going to have to score more points. That's a great. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a great idea. analogy. But right here's there. the thing, yeah. though. You're welcome. Lee Win. That's why we pay the big bucks. Lee Win in the playoffs all time is two and zero against Lincoln Trail teams. Both times they scored 55 points. They scored 55 on Princeville and 55 on Stark County. And that Stark County game was uh, in 2017. The Princeville game was uh, 2015. Both of them in the first round. Their closest game this year for uh, Lee Wynn, 30 to nothing. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're good. They're very good. Hey, we're hoping to have three teams playing uh, high school football on the – so that I'll be on the Friday after. On Good one, Friday. Two, three, four. It would one, be two, one, two, three. Oh, it would be a busy one, two, day. It would be right in a row. Um, yep. it, it, hopefully it is a, a, um, a busy Black Friday for us. Up we wish all three yes. teams the best of luck. It used to be our excuse to go up there and eat Portillo's, and we could do that now here, but it just feels better when you eat Portillo's in the Chicagoland area because that's what you had to used Never to do. Had it. Wow. We could have. Uh, well... <laughs> If you we were by Portillo's. If we do a podcast today. next week, it's Portillo's. Another podcast next week, absolutely. Right, God knows right. we can't eat Grazing Canes on a Monday night. Yeah. Wow. But um, uh, so yeah, we wish all three teams the best of luck. Um, we also want to congratulate. We mentioned Morrison. Congratulate them on their fantastic season. Um, congratulate Knoxville. Both teams making to the state quarterfinals. We also want to talk. We talked last week about Bettendorf. The Iowa football season is over. Bettendorf losing in the state semifinals. They had a fantastic year once again, getting back to the Unidome uh, for what. Third straight year. Yeah, yeah third straight year. year. Why are you is, pointing at me? It is a travesty from the Iowa High School oh, Athletic wow. Association that they that they conspired to make it Valley versus Dowling. It used hold to be on, East on, versus West. Settle down. Hold on. Settle down. It used to, but they switched that. Not, but they not, to, they, get, hold not hold to get Des Moines stop, teams he's there. He's mad. Look at him. He's mad. But listen, but listen, it's not hold, to get Des Moines teams there. But stockpile, and I understand if, but you can't say that because the two best teams are playing each other in the state championship. That's why they did it. I'd rather have Valley versus Dallian as a semifinal and then Bettendorf versus Kennedy. I think you would have had two excellent semifinals and then a final that would And then would've you would have had a bad... No, not game. necessarily. No, necessarily. Both it, teams lost by four touchdowns. Yeah, but and I'm that was in the semifinals. I mean, the finals, the things can happen. I mean, nah, I just would have rather what? seen... I don't think... I'd think rather have seen an East versus West semi, a final like they used to have rather than Valley Dallian because... I'm it's sorry, not, Valley it's, Down. It's I'm not, not going to watch the state final. Well, well you don't. But there's but, a lot. But you don't it's have not to. to see how many people that we. It's, the, the state doesn't care if Brian Stocking's going to watch or not. They're trying to get the best two teams playing in the state championship game. They got I, it. I still. They, they, well, these are the two best teams in the state, right? We. They're two uh, among two of the best. But I don't. <laughs> they are the two. They're the two best teams. They're ranked one two in the state. But Stockpile, they. Kennedy got hammered by them, and and Bettendorf and uh, all all respect to them, they got beat pretty badly. Yeah. I still would have rather seen a East West final than just the two De- Des Moines. Schools. You're too traditional. Uh-huh. That's all it is. You're too this traditional. This podcast was going too well. We had to he kind of wrap ye- things up with he a little was yelling. He was, was yelling, yelling at me. He was yelling. At he you. had like this like look in his face yeah. I've never seen before. Smoke rolling from his ears. My goodness. <laughs> just think if that was going from one of us, Cuff, this place would be full of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we want to thank everybody what? for listening throughout the season. We hope that uh, we have another podcast next week. And if we don't for some reason, um, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for subscribing. Make sure you're following us on at the score WQAD. We're looking forward to a fantastic sectional, or I should say, semifinal Saturday of high school football. We'll have it all covered for you right here on WQAD and also Iowa versus Illinois this week as well. So, a lot it's to get lit. to this week. As what is it, Celia? It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Stockpot. laughs> Say it. Say it, Tazo. I can't. I'm too old. Yes, you can. I'm it's too fine. old. It's fine. It's Stockpot. good for you. Quickly tell me goodbye. So long, everybody. 
Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.